the most gorgeous pictures can be so empty. And there's a unique type of unrest that lies with being able to create something that's beautiful, but you don't care about it. And that type of misalignment in using a skill set on something that you don't feel fulfilled with or it doesn't resonate with you is something that can really wear on a person. Help Me See is a podcast that redefines the word vision through vulnerable and real conversations, my own private introspective ramblings about the things that I think about in the wee hours of the morning, and my deep core belief that your nothingness is your everything, and all you have to do is see. I'm Bianca Mora. I'm your host. I am an educator, a photographic artist, and I believe that your daily photo habit can be the key to unlocking the ability to be more present in your everyday life and live deeper into your intention and purpose. We're not about the small talk here. Grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. So today uh, is Wednesday when I'm recording this. Uh, I am a day late in dropping this podcast episode because I was on a NLP call last night. My, my certification is almost over, um, and it was a two-hour call, and I just didn't want to phone it in and force myself to make an episode that I wasn't feeling like making. So here I am. You got me fresh. Well, as fresh as I can be these days. <laughs> um, so today we had our co-working photo yoga session. Uh, and today um, I had one person on the call with me and I had read her a quote that really resonated with me from this podcast that I was listening to. And, uh, this podcast, uh, it was Michael Singer who, who was speaking and he is the author of the untethered soul. Uh, I love that book so, so, so much. If you haven't read it, it's, it's a real gem. Um, but I'm going to read this quote. It was, and it was someone in conversation with, uh, with him and the conversation was around once we let go, our consciousness notices more beauty once we let go. When we're in disturbance, we're missing that because we have an internal reframe. So when we are fixated on what didn't go the way we wanted it to go or expected it to go or whatever, when there causes that disturbance inside in your energy, um, you're viewing everything through comparing what it's not, right? So when I think, when I relate this to photo, I think about if you're in a session and you walk in and you're like, oh my gosh, it's so dark in here. Oh my gosh, there's no, um, there's not a lot of light or, oh, it's very cluttered or, oh, there's not, um, I don't see clean space, blah, 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 blah. So instead of being with what is and letting yourself see the essence of the space and going from there and, and noticing the, because it's so dark in there, where the light comes in, in that small window is actually the most 
powerful spot to take a photograph or blah, 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 blah. Um, you're not seeing that because you're closing yourself off uh, with consuming thoughts around everything that is, is not. Um, let me see. What was the second part of that quote? Um, and then the second part was um, meditation outside of sitting. So active meditation, relax and let go in real time. We're noticing our perception. Our consciousness recognizes more. So yeah, just an extension of that in being that when we are able to just be with what is, we can move from there instead of spending so much time and energy um, contemplating what it is not and how to like make it more like what you envisioned instead of riffing off of what is. Um, and what I think is so beautiful and what struck me today was this idea that just in the same way, because photo yoga is our, it's just like a very free flowing, fluid, conversational, uh, editing co-working space. Um, and I, I believe that we have the same opportunities, uh, to approach our editing in the way we approach our photo sessions. So, if a shoot didn't go as planned or um, something went wrong or there's a glitch in it, whatever, and you're looking at the images before you start editing, if you're doing digitally and you're like, Oh my gosh, this is not how I usually shoot. How do I get it back to how I normally edit? Maybe that's not the conversation. Maybe the conversation could be, okay, I'm going to be with what is here are the images in front of me. Where do I move from here? Like what, what opportunity is this presenting to me um, to expand and to understand deeper into my practice and um, my skill? And um, and where's the opportunity for witnessing how I photographed, how I chose to photograph in this unique situation? Um, like there's these images that I took at the retreat um, that I photographed a couple of weeks ago. I didn't talk about that on here. Now, did I? going to have to sidebar that um and there's a portion where there was a, a fire at night a bonfire and there was like a release ceremony and um it can be a little bit challenging uh photographing people and by a fire and there's just a lot of there's a lot you're asking of your camera in terms of <laughs> you know, capturing detail and retaining information um, but if I had just decided, uh, well, these aren't going to turn out because it's, I'm really pushing and it's not going to be good quality. And I just didn't even go there. I mean, that is, that was raw. That would have been robbing some beautiful moments from being captured. And then in that same note, in the editing process, if I was like, yep, see, it, it's too weird. I don't, it's not looking the way I like, it's not working how I usually edit. Um, then I wouldn't have found the opportunity to make something different and to go somewhere different with my practice. And that, that is something that's always offered a hundred percent of the time, no matter how bad something gets fucked up, no matter how, <laughs> how much of an experience that you didn't want to have was had, there is so much to learn and go from, from there. There's just so much. Um, yeah, I feel like I, I encounter 
a session for the first time every time I look at it again, really that's how I view photography in general, but, um, but yeah, how, how are you able to now outside of photography in your life encounter what is, and instead of meeting it with the resistance of how do I make it what I want it to be? It was like, where can I, where do I go from here? You know, it's funny because I don't listen to a lot of, um, I mean, I, I, I got my BFA in photography. I love artist documentaries. I, I definitely, um, I'm part of, I'm part of artist communities. Um, so I love it, but I also, at this point in my life, definitely intake more content that's around, um, consciousness and, um, empowerment practices and all of that. So the lens in which that I come to the photographic practice with is less from a, here's how to maximize the skill because I find that to be such low hanging fruit in the grand scheme of things. I believe like surpassing that and going straight for the jugular of how is this medium one of the most powerful tools and ways of being that you can access and see your life more powerfully and then serve your clients or your, I mean, yourself more powerfully in this life. Um, you know, I said, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I, I really truly believe like the skills to take a, an aesthetically quote unquote pleasing photograph that is so subjective. You could learn in a week I really do believe that. And after that week, it's pretty boring. Like, what does it mean? Why are you doing what you're doing? What do you even want to be doing? The most gorgeous pictures can be so empty. And there's a unique type of unrest that lies with being able to create something that's beautiful, but you don't care about it. And that type of misalignment in using a skill set on something that you don't feel fulfilled with or don't feel um, it doesn't resonate with you is something that can really wear on a person. Um, and I'm not here saying, oh, if, there's something you're doing doesn't fulfill every nook and cranny of your heart and soul and mind and body that you shouldn't do it. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is there's just so much more opportunity. There's so many places you can go with your practice when you learn to respect your impulses and those nudges and when you really look for meaning over 
achievement. You know, there's sometimes I go a really long time without submitting and then sometimes I'll like cluster um, submit to a couple of photo um, whatever calls for entry. And if I ever get hung up on like, oh, well, what, which one do I think would would work? Which one? I always end up thinking, you know what? I feel like it would really mean something if I was selected based on these images like versus these, like there are those moments where sometimes you're looking at the other artists and you're looking at the vibe of that. And you're like, well, this seems to fit more with them, but then I'll, I'll stop and be like, you know what? Maybe, maybe it'll just get drowned out and more of the same, or maybe I'll get some recognition if this gets chosen, but I know deep down, I really wouldn't care. But if these pictures of my parents get chosen, that means something that actually happened recently. <clears throat> with me, I was submitting to something and I ended up getting, getting selected, um, just to be part of the exhibition, which I was, um, so excited about because it was an image from my original family thesis work. And I almost didn't submit it because I was like, oh, this is really dated. I'm like, I still feel so strongly about this. And I submitted it and it, and it was admitted. And, um, which is, which is great. And I like, I think to myself, like if another image that I took that I didn't care about as much was accepted, how would I have felt? I would have probably been like, yeah, meh. All things to think about. Just, and even if there's anything I'm saying that you don't agree with as well, that's awesome too, because I find it's so much easier for me to become aware of my own principles and um, perspectives on things that I feel blurry about when someone says something that doesn't align with me. Like it's a real clear uh-uh <laughs> when someone says something. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's how I feel about that. Oh, um, one time I went to photo festival and I um there was a, okay, come on. There was someone doing a talk and we're talking about sharing and like social, like beating a dead horse with like social media and artist representation, blah, blah, blah. And the guy that was like the authority on it said something like, I believe social media has given everyone the idea that they have a right to not a right. Well, gee, no, he says something pretty polarizing. I, I totally, I don't know who it was. All I know is I saw red and black in my mind. I was so angry. He said, social media has like given visibility to people who don't deserve it. I don't know. It was something like that. It was something around the idea that less quote unquote skilled or talented or whatever photographers um, have like equal space as people that do whatever it was. And I was so angry. I was like sweating. <laughs> I was just sitting there. I had nothing to do. I didn't ask the question. I didn't know who this guy was, but I was just so angry. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that is not the point at all. And that is so 
stifling. And I, I feel like that is so wrong. That, that space is not an exclusive space. Everyone has a right to voice and post and express themselves and share. I mean, uh, um, um, I, I mean, especially under the lens of art, under the lens of, oh, I made this. Like the innocence of, we're not even talking about like polarizing topics of, you know, politics and whatever. We're talking about like the idea of people's photography. And like, and like it just totally, to shame anyone into not, you're not ready. So you shouldn't be able to share. Anyway, I'm getting off on a tangent. I was just so angry, but that was very clarifying for me. And to this day, like I find myself following that thread of like, when I think about how much I enjoy critiques in college, I enjoyed them because it was a container to have really energizing conversations around um, conceptual practices and concepts and why you chose to visually show this um, to display this concept and blah, blah, blah. I love that stuff. It's so mind opening. But then when it would come to cr- the actual critique part around like criticizing and saying how it could be stronger, if it wasn't worded in the most like productive way, or if it wasn't uh, an expansive um, comment and it was just purely unproductive criticism, it would make me livid because it's not the point at all. And also it is so subjective. And also it needed to be made exactly the way it was made at that time, whether it's quote unquote good or not for that person in their journey. And I truly believe that. Of course, we all have work that we look back on and we like cringe and we're like, oh my gosh, I employed by thought that was good at the time. It doesn't matter. That was necessary. It was all necessary. Do you look back at, you know, you stumbling and falling when you were a baby learning to walk and be like, oh my gosh, what an idiot. (laughs) No, what, what, you know, (sighs) anyway, I just, I hold this craft to be so fucking sacred and beautiful for the world, for, for, for professional photographic artists that pour their heart and soul into creating things for people and themselves, for people that are, um, not in service to others, but creating fine art, uh, for people that are, um, not photographers and just taking pictures of their own lives. And I say just ironically, Oh, just taking pictures of their own lives. Those are the most important pictures that exist. You know, it's just. I want everyone to feel empowered around their practice and. Talking to myself in my car outside my kid's daycare, um, like a crazy person getting my blood pumping <laughs> really affirms. <laughs> that this desire isn't going anywhere. Um, so with that said, I am, I wanted to let you know, I'm making, I'm starting to make a library of uh, meditations for photographers, for people that are, uh, want to look at their photographs differently, want to look at their practice differently, want different ways to tap into themselves. Um, I really want to foster a nurturing environment around um, the sensitive souls that choose this space and this medium to 
to find meaning and to create meaning in their days. And, um, and so that is why I'm creating the education that I am. Uh, if you are one of these souls, I would love to connect and hear what's on top for you. I, for, for these next few weeks, um, in these summer months, I am taking on a handful of, um, gifted coaching clients. So, um, in these sessions, we're going to connect, have a, um, have a zoom call where I just ask you so many questions and just listen, like deeply listen to you and your heart and your goals and your vision and your um, desires and what you're struggling with in this season, um, in your photographic practice and what have you. Um, and then we'll book a follow-up call after I go away and really, um, contemplate what you shared. Um, and then we'll have a actual, uh, process coaching session as a follow-up. So it's a two-part thing. I cannot wait. I'm just finishing up my NLP certification. So there will also be NLP work involved. That's neuro-linguistic programming. Um, so, um, in that work, you're basically also being introduced to different scripts and specific questioning to help you dig deeper and kind of mess with your own structured thinking um, and think outside of your of your routine and of your your habit of being yourself and thinking in these in this season. Uh, it's really exciting work. And if this is something that uh, excites you and you want to get on board early and and engage with this experience before it becomes a a public offering, then just reach out and uh, click a link in the show notes. Um, for this, in, in lieu of payments, if you have a powerful experience that you share it with five people, with five people, and it doesn't have to be right now, it could be any time in your life, <laughs> five people that you feel like would might benefit from from this type of work, from, from the soul searching, um, the sacred vision expansion and empowerment is really what I'm after and what I hope to connect people with. So that is what I have for you today. Um, I probably could go on a little bit more, but I'm now five minutes late. Walking. Um, I hope that this felt good. Please reach out with any questions or comments that you have and I will see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. <laughs> and two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast. <laughs>